what up what up it's uh the worst podcast here uh first of all i would like to say it's been almost a year since my last upload and i am uh sorry about that but um from now on i'm trying to do weekly uploads um i'm really trying to focus on getting uh some of my friends into this and uh just just sharing with stories around me and uh stuff that i find interesting um but our first guest today is my brother aka maddox aka mr leon as the uh artist name goes um how's it going Dude, we were literally just talking like two seconds before this podcast. That doesn't, that doesn't matter. We have to be official with it. Yeah. So, uh, I would like to know, uh, what's, what's, what, uh, is there a project coming out soon or what's going on? Well, um, I've been contemplating on that for, for ever since my last project that most of my uh, stuff that I've been working on previously um, got deleted. But, uh, right, yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, um, he accidentally deleted a bunch of stuff off of his hard drive. like an idiot. Uh, kids don't do that. But, uh, yeah, so that pretty much took a lot of wind out of your sails, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying... I'm trying to create new stuff. Um, I'm. I think it's just like I was work. Even even it kind of cleared my head a bit because I was kind of working on stuff that I liked a little bit, and some of it I just wanted to, you know, more of like making it to make it pop off in a way. And yeah, that's. I mean, that's not how I want to make my music. I just wanna. I want to be able to express who I am and do what I want not what other people want and uh but to answer your question there's probably not really going to be a project out till uh next year on either it'll but it'll be next fall and then next December is when I'll have a project out so uh kind of take me through the how the process of making a song or an uh an album like what what goes into that well i can't exactly tell you what goes through an album because i technically have not released an album yet right um well just a just a project in general but i mean like if we're talking song wise oh geez i mean there's a lot of different ways uh that like you can you can start a project because like sometimes people will work off what they have in their minds, like a little melody or something. Right. Um, or it could just be like, a, like for me, a lot of the times it's like weird sounds or like weird samples that I hear on the internet. Yeah. Especially if I'm like looking at memes or something on Instagram and I find some like weird ass, like cough or whatever. Yeah. I like, I like to sample weird stuff. So, um, that, that always happens, but usually I'll, I'll pull in like a a sample or make a melody and start, you know, building uh building that melody first up before I I mean I work on drums as I'm working on the melody not as much but um 
besides that, I mean, it's a lot of like, it's a lot of like structuring. Music is a is is for me. It's it's a lot of structuring, and I just didn't. I I I try not to make the same exact formula for every yeah. song. Yeah. Because um, I mean, the chorus, first chorus stuff is kind of it gets boring. Um, if I mean, if you probably listen to artists, and you realize that like throughout the album, you can tell that there's a formula that they're following. Yeah. It's kind of making it seem especially like, it's the like same. someone like Playboy Cardi. Where their yeah. their songs are already really simplistic, and then they are like he obviously has like a a very like he's got a little hook, a little vert like it's it's not complicated to see, like it's pretty easy to see where he's going with it. So yeah, yeah. so what what is the hardest part about making music? Do you think? I think. Man, <laughs> there's a lot of different things for sure. I think one of the hardest parts for me right now uh, is writing, yeah, and getting a mix right. You know, because yeah. um, I don't like the reason why I haven't really released like any music at all for these past couple of years working on these projects is because specifically. I I want it to not only sound good, but I want everything to connect because there's a story behind every project that I work on, mm-hmm. whether it's in my lore, like my the lore that I'm writing a book about, or if it's like a a story between a relationship or something that I have, or a made up one for that. But you know, th- yeah, definitely writing music, writing words, and having the motivation to get up and make a song yes you know i mean it's easier it's easier said than done doing the work and having to take time out of your day and yeah not only just mix but learn how to mix and do it correctly i mean there's technically no way to do it you know subjective but really you want to follow guidelines yeah just like a basic uh just basic guidelines to make sure that your song actually sounds decent versus, yeah. you know, something that's made in a bedroom, you know, which, you know. Yeah. I mean, most of my stuff would probably kind of sound like that. Um, uh, you know, it's just, it's, I think a lot of the times when you're making music, you need to take time off of music. Yeah. Cause it, uh, if you go into like a mix, uh, a bunch of, you know, mixers and uh, producers and stuff will tell you this, but um, you go into a mix or like you produce something fresh and you try to mix it off fresh ears, it's not going to sound good at all. Yeah. You usually want to have time between your mixes to kind of see where you've made errors and stuff like that and not mess it up. So. Yeah. What would you say your favorite part about making music is um i don't know man i think it's just how powerful something could be to somebody yeah it's not even necessarily like i want to do it for selfish reasons because i really don't i mean like yeah i might want i'm i want money at some point just a little bit I don't really, I mean, I'm 
I'm not really like looking for fame, but I know that being an artist, especially if you do get famous and stuff like that, that's just a part of being an artist. Right. And you can't really help that, but I th- yeah, for me, it's just like I but just want, as long I, as you make a living. Yeah. Everything else is kind of just cake. My favorite part is just how people connect with it. How people connect with any music in general. Yeah. You know, because you could, you know, whether you're political, religious, whatever, I mean, you could be listening to the same artists and you could be best friends off that. Yeah, for you know? sure. So I think music is one of the most powerful things in the universe. Yeah. But be that as it may, you know, some other people don't feel that way. Yeah. Do you have a specific way that you want your music to to take off? Like, do I have a like a like a set like path? And what yeah. I do, do do you know exactly what you want? Like, do you like a slow building fan base or like that? That's that's part of it. I mean, like the way it sounds specifically. I'd probably like. I really want to do explore a lot. Like I. I sure do want to do a lot of hip hop, um, some R and B, but I I I really want in a couple of years to start a band. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what kind of music it'll probably be. Like I think we'll kind of start slow with like some indie rock stuff or like some alternative, and then eventually try some death metal or something because that's like one of my favorite genres to listen to so you want to sing or like you want to play my instrument probably probably do vocals and i mean i love to play instruments too i'd probably like to really play drums too really drums drums are dude i think drums make a song more than almost any other instrument besides like if we're talking about band wise i mean first of all i think that drums and bass are like so underrated yeah because you listen to like or if even in hip-hop you listen to a kick in that 808 and you're like you're pretty much set for a lot of songs yeah like um especially like if you listen to post malone the sub basses and the 808s are prominent all the time immediately thought of uh circles as soon as you said that it's like the first thing that you hear. Dude, dude, dude. Yeah, dude. yeah. That yeah. that bass line is so cool. But yeah, yeah. I would. I'd really want to start a band because that's what that's what I wanted ever. I that's what I wanted to do ever since I was like, you know, five, right. five or six. So like speaking of Post Malone, like who are your your uh, who do you look up to in the music world? Oh man. Uh I mean, always comes to mind is uh, Donald Glover because right. he's old childish. <laughs> he's just one of those people that like likes to play on people's minds, and not in a bad way. But he likes to he wants his listeners to not just. To, I mean, at least this is what I get is that he doesn't want people to be sheep. He wants. People I think to, that he definitely has. He knows that there are going to be a small percentage of people that are going to look every, through every little detail. And obviously he knows that some people aren't. And I feel like, but he's that smart and he knows that there are going to be those fans. And those are probably going to be the fans that are going to stick around through the genre changes and the 
you know, because he, he just completely 180 from from because of the internet or to, be, before the internet. Uh, because of the internet, yeah. To, is it to, because of the internet? Before? Yeah, it's because of the remember. internet. And then he, he went to fucking Awaken yeah. My Love, which is Which soulful. obviously the, the people that really, that dug that deep are going to be people that stick around for all the other stuff that he's going to do. And probably people that watch his stand-up, probably people that are watching his movies and feel like he's really smart in that way. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that's where I take a lot of inspiration from is his attention to detail in his storytelling. Because, like, he's not just good at writing music. He's good at writing shows. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean he's, a stand- he's a stand-up comedian, man. And he if writes. He write. He wrote for Thirty Rock. He wrote yeah. for Community. He was a, yeah, Community was the one I was thinking of. Um, he he writes for his show Atlanta. Yeah, stuff like I that. mean, what is he like? A, is he like a producer? Or is he just a writer? I think he's both a writer and director. And director. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I mean, be surprised if he dumped a bunch yeah. of money into it. Yeah. I mean, it is his show. Yeah. But apparently, "Awaken My Love" is supposed to connect with that show, but I'm I'm not exactly sure. I could be wrong, but I know because the internet has its own script and has its in its own story. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think also too. I just completely forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> but I think okay. So another thing is that what really inspires me is that he he takes his projects like that so seriously especially because the internet you know because that is my that's probably like one of my favorite albums of all time yeah it's just like the way he not only plays his character but he places a character outside of music like yeah he goes to interviews as the boy which is the character mm-hmm. um or childish Gambino. that's like apparently you know you're they're not the same people donald glover and childish Gambino aren't the same people right so that's I mean, that's what I kinda do with Leon is that, you know, they're he's a he's his character, so I rather wanna practice living in his shoes. So I go like whenever I go do photo shoots and stuff like that or like um and I just like interact with people, I don't really interact as myself. I actually try to indulge in that character. Yeah, like so like say you have like a meet and greet, you're not gonna be not gonna be me, but right. I'm gonna be my character. But, right. but I'll try to be it. I'll try to be authentic as I can, not be cringy and be like I'm from planet. Blah. Right. Because you know, in the story, he's from a different planet. But I don't want to be cringy about it. But I also don't. Yeah. I want to half-ass it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just that. Yeah. You know, Gambino is just awesome. Yeah. I was so surprised when it came in the Star Wars movies. I was like, "Bro, <laughs> that shit is crazy." Yeah, I have I have his Lego character up there. He has uh, a Lego character. Show. Yeah, it's right it's right shit. there on the show. Shit. Um, well, because he plays um, oh, Lando. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Lando I mean, with I'm the glad. bando is what I call it. <laughs> I'm glad that they chose him because he played the character pretty freaking good. Yeah, he's pretty like, cool. Even as a Star Wars head, me being really particular on who plays who and what they do in the Star Wars universe, I really liked it. So. Yeah. And that's not fanboying at all, I promise. No, no. What's your favorite Star Wars movie then? Dude, I don't know. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna piss people off, you know. 
but um, usually people would want you to say Empire Strikes Back because that is probably that's probably my second yeah. One. I feel like that's the most common. Like everyone likes that one. My second one. That's probably gonna be it. But my first one's probably gonna be uh, the last one, Episode Nine. Oh yeah. Except, really? But I have a lot of pet peeves about it. It is my favorite. That doesn't mean it's the best because it's not the best whatsoever. Like storyline-wise, it's your favorite? Yeah, I think so. And what they did with Palpatine is pretty accurate to the comics and stuff. So, Who, I mean, When did they write the comics? Uh, Well, the, so the Star Wars universe isn't... That's the extended universe versus the canon universe, which are different now because Disney bought the canon universe. Oh. Not the external, because... Who owns that one? George Lucas. Oh. He still owns it. Mm. Um, Or at least I hope... I think so, but... um, The story goes a lot different, because Luke has, like, a wife and kids, too, in that one, and he doesn't in the canon version. So, I mean, there's just... There's just a lot of things, but Palpatine, how powerful he is, Palpatine. it was it was it was depicted pretty well in Episode Nine because that's that's really how powerful he is. Because mm. I mean, he uh, the old ass man. Yeah, dude, he's fucking. He's old now, or he was for sure. Because motherfucking, he was old as shit. Uh, I mean, his uh, I can't remember his master's name, but he was pretty powerful too. But yeah. Definitely episode nine. I will say my least favorite is episode eight because that's not the the way Luke's got like the way that Luke was played in that was not the way it was. You know, I don't think it was accurate at all to how he he should have been played. But which one was that one? Episode eight. Episode. Was that right the one that they episode. find him or the one? Yeah, they find him on the island. And yeah. yeah. Ray's yeah. trying to convince him to come back and stuff like that. He's like, no, I will not come back. And he throws a lightsaber. He would never do that. He would never. <laughs> he throws like, it'd be funny, he threw like a temper tantrum, like a kid. I don't want to go. Jeez. Fuck. I don't want to. It just goes, <laughs> Ray gives him the lightsaber and he just throws just it. take the shit, man. I don't want it. Come on. We have to go. No, dude. They should. They should start playing more people as uh, babies. That's what I think. What? They should. They should have, like, there should be more uh, baby themed, like tantrums in movies. You on some other shit, bro? <laughs> what? <laughs> just like it's just so funny to think about, like, like, like getting adults. all pissed off and. Like throwing something because that's like the office humor company, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was watching the one of the TMG something, it was behind the scenes or something. And like, <laughs> I guess like Noel had uh, he pooped on the floor when he was a kid. What the hell? <laughs> and then he, he like, uh, his mom was laughing at him and goes, Who did this? And he like pointed at his dad and was like, it was, <laughs> and then they were joking. Like if his dad had started being like a baby and he was like, no, it was, it was you doo-doo on the floor. Jesus Christ. That's some good shit. Dude, they're funny. 
You know, I have a, I still have that picture from whenever we went there. Oh yeah. Of them, and then I have like a picture of some random people I took photos of in front of it. Yeah. In front of the sign. Oh yeah. You remember that? Didn't yeah. they tell you to add them on Instagram? Hmm. Didn't they give you their Instagram or something? No, they didn't. That's wild. I just like I was just like randomly was like, hey, do you mind if you? Pose, do yeah. like a dumb pose or something right in front of the sign. Because I just honestly wanted a picture of the sign, but I think it would be cooler with some people that were there. Yeah, in it. So it's just like, yeah, do this, and they're like, dude, that okay. whole that whole that whole thing was a little weird to me because I think their audience is like, it's a lot of women. Like, yeah, because you would you would expect the way they talk about dicks and like stuff like that that they it would be more like. Like you know, uh, they're there for Cody, right? No, <laughs> Noel. Like, they all like Noel, dude. Nah, dude, they like Cody. Nah, dude, With they like Noel, bro. You gotta look at the comments. People be like, they be simping on both of them, though. Yeah, well, that and I thought that was weird. Whenever we like stepped in, and I was like, wow, there's like, there's definitely more women than dudes there, which yeah. was it's, I don't know, it was a little weird to me. It, it was, I mean, freaky. it's cool. Yeah, guess so. It's a good thing they have a <laughs> girlfriend yeah. and wife. I or, saw, I was on a dating app and I saw one of, uh, there was this girl that had a picture with Cody on it. And I was like, yo, that's fucking sick. Dude. Imagine. That's what you got yeah, be. Yeah, it'd be nice to have somebody that I could watch with that is a female Females. I'm um, uh, a human with a vagina. <laughs> Specifically. Yeah. Like, you could be ugly shit. As long as we can watch together. Some cool. TMG good shit. I mean, it's. I mean, uh, we'll both be ugly, so it'll be cool being. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's whatever. So, uh, how do you. How do you like performing? Well. There's not much performing going on these oh, right, days. Right, right, right. <laughs> but before then, that's one of my favorite things to do in music for sure. So, what do you like about it? Um, I feel like that's like the number one way for people to really like your music. Yeah, and it's definitely a good, it's a good way to show your real talent. Definitely. Um, when it comes to like vocally, because if you can't be good live, I mean, then you know like the artist is really you know, pretty much has crutches on, you know, the production. Yeah, I mean, there's only so far you can go. So, I mean... Well, and I've noticed, too, like, even, like, some of the local concerts that we go to, like, if I... If someone comes out and kills it on their uh, opening set, I'm way more liable to go check out who they are. Like Jack Harlow? Yeah, like, the first time I saw Jack Harlow, I was like, dude... I just thought that he had like a like a vibe about him that I was like, dude, this is this is dope. And um I'm trying to think of who else. But I mean JID, right? Yeah, like like yeah, like him too. He just who came out he there. Out for? He he performed Kendrick? for uh, Logic. Really? Yeah. I thought wait, weren't they doing a a cross country together? 
think what? they were. They were a doing tour? a tour together. Yeah, yeah, they tour together. Yeah. I saw them in North Carolina. I didn't even see them in, in That's Oklahoma. That's weird, though, because usually I thought, like, if you're going to tour somebody, it has to be in the same, like, studio. You no. have to be from the same, like, record label. No, 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 no. No. Well, I guess not. Because, I mean, like, Kendrick and uh, Travis, they toured together in Dram. Oh, really? He has all weird, like... So Where is yeah, Dram? <laughs> you, you know, he changed his name, actually. What did he change it to? Uh, Shelly. Shelly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I because I saw him the other, uh, I looked on his Apple Music and he was like, it's Shelly FKA Dram. And I was like, what is FKA? And I was like, oh yeah, formerly known as. Oh. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's, he changed his name, but. You know, it could be for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Just like me, whenever I change my name. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, but, like, to your point, though, I just, I feel like, um, you can definitely, like, turn a lot of heads. If you have a strong If you have a really strong stage presence. Yeah. And, uh, there's definitely been concerts that I've went to that I come out looking up the artists because they, they, I thought they were awesome. Yeah. Even, like, when I saw Vince, he had, uh, I think his name's JB. JB, yeah, I don't he, know. He's is like he a local. local artist? Yeah, he's local. I probably don't know him though. I don't. Dude, really I was like, man, this dude is actually artists. like out here killing it like that. So, yeah, I was. I just, yeah. So, who would you like? Who would you like to open for? Like, if they came to Oklahoma. Yeah, like if. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> like, do I have to? I have to pick one, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you got to pick one. Well, I don't know who's more likely to come to Oklahoma, though, because not a lot of people like to come here. Yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of... Uh, I know Kyle's been here, Logic's been here. Um, who else? Schoolboy. Post Malone. Post. Uh, he was supposed to come last year. Post Malone? Before the COVID hit, yeah. I, I went to his concert. And Oh, wait, you did? Yeah. Was that before or after? That was uh, before COVID. Oh, okay, never mind. Maybe I was. He, I was tripping. It was. It was actually a year ago. Uh, that yeah. came up on my memories. It was about a year ago. I'd probably want to, because it's it's one thing to pick an artist that's talented. It's another thing to pick someone that's gonna fit the set. Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering too. Is like, what. Like, what artist could you see complimenting you? Or, I guess, the vice versa. Cause like An artist that thinks that you would compliment them. Well, and, like, my... I mean, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I don't really like open mics anymore, like, at all, because they just... Like, yeah, you can show your your talents there, but it's... it's they don't, they don't pick artists that go well together. And yeah. then the sets that I've been to the last couple times that they've had them have not... Not only been good, but they're not really professional. Yeah. You know, and well, I feel like some of it has to do with the internet. Like, you don't necessarily need that. Yeah. To no. Yeah. Build I mean, an audience anymore. I mean, these days, you can go on Twitch or go on Instagram yeah. and do your own concert. Yeah. There and even have other people open with you. Yeah. Stuff like that on there, which I yeah. think it should. It's not the same as being in person, but it should be like respected in, in almost the same way. Yeah, I feel like 
like the older people are not going to see it like that. But of course not now. But, but I mean, eventually, it, once once people start making money off that kind of stuff, I mean, they do. It's gonna. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they do now. But I'm saying, like, as soon as it becomes the way to do it, that's that's going to be. But I feel like people are becoming more and more like intuitive with that kind of stuff and finding different ways to make themselves be known and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, I I agree. But to answer your question to what were you asking? I can't remember. What who would you like to open up for? <laughs> I think honestly my a lot of my music, or at least the past year, has has sort of been kinda like a a mix between like JPEG, Bryson Tiller and Post Malone. Yeah. A lot of that stuff. So Bryson comes through. But I, I you mean, want you would open oh, up yeah. for Bryson. Oh, oh of course. But <laughs> my music is a little weird, so that's why I think JPEG or Post Malone yeah, would be a little yeah. better because I mean Post Malone's music isn't weird, but it's no, definitely it's weird it's genre it's, bending. It's it is weird like, to me. JPEG is genre bending for yeah. sure too, and I think that my, a lot of like my weird stuff would go great yeah. with his. I mean, he's out there wearing dresses on music videos, he's, <laughs> and so is Post actually. So or like fucking medieval armor, yeah, shit like that. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Post was the very. When he became like like pop star status, it was so weird to me because I didn't think that that would be the guy. Like you didn't think he'd be on the radio and shit. No, not at all. I mean, I thought he was talented, but just the way he's, I mean, the face tattoos, the uh, the really cool persona that yeah. he gives off. I just, I, I, I guess I just didn't expect that. I, I think I kind of did because of it's not only your music that will get you on the radio. It's how you interact with people. Yeah. You know, like how do you interact with uh, stations and stuff like that? And because he's a very genuine and nice person. Yeah. I'm like even, you know, upfront to people. You can ask like certain people that met him or even other celebrities. Like I don't think well, they're like even lying about how nice he is because yeah. he's. I mean, you've seen interviews with him and Ethan. He's just like, yeah, he's just a very dude. genuine. He's just a dude. He's a goof. Well, like whenever our the concert ended in Oklahoma City, he like went around the whole like bowl and like just just high five people. Oh, really? Yeah, talk to people. That would have been cool at Bonnaroo, but yeah, it's too many fucking people. There. Yeah, Bonnaroo. It was like crazy. it was like eighty thousand people. So do you think at like? Um, are you almost to the level where you can perform at a, a festival or do you think that's a little bit further out? I think I need more music out before I start doing that. Yeah. But I, but like performance wise, I, I think I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Or at least to be quite honest, I mean, you're, you never know when you're really ready. Right. But I think that like. But Local, like you're locally, is, I feel like I just like I've I've grown so much over the past two years that it's it's about time for me to start like being able to, you know, trying new things in my voices. Like, cause usually, if you listen to my songs, there's a lot of them that are in the lower registers or um, 
n- or like low and mid registers, but now I'm yeah. trying to get comfortable using my, you know, my falsetto and a lot of my uh, my mixing voice, which is like a mix between your falsetto and your your mid voice. But you know, it I I mean I'm I'm a little more comfortable, and I think that's what really yeah. matters. So. so like if if Bonnaroo was like, hey, we got a spot for you, you mm. feel like you'd be ready for it? I think I I think I I would, but I'd also be really fucking nervous. Obviously, yeah. Really fucking nervous. Yeah, that'd be I good, mean, yeah. like even if they did a show like Jack Harlow, which is was kind of small. Yeah. Um, but uh, still, like there was a lot of people mm-hmm. there from what I've heard because he was there, at Bonnaroo. Yeah. But I didn't get to fucking go, which I, I remember yeah. you telling me to go, but I fucking. Yeah, I literally told you, I was like, dude, this dude's cool. You need to go check him out. I think I was just so busy fucking uh, setting up the tent and shit again. Yeah. I mean, we set up See, the that's night. The, I think that's the problem with Bonnaroo is that I don't want to camp. Well, like, as, as you could get RVs. They have RV parking. Yeah, but how, how expensive is that? And it's, you have to pull an RV all the way to Tennessee. It's better than being in, in a tent. Oh, yeah. Let me say well, that. Yeah, yeah. Let me fucking say that. Yeah. Dude, it get it got so it gets so hot in the fucking morning. Like it yeah. gets in, like as soon as well, the like sun, as the comes, sun up, comes up, yeah, yeah, it gets just starts cooking hot. in there. And at night, it's chilly. It's like yeah, it's, it's like probably 50. like seventies. No, it's fifty. Really? Yeah, it's like fifty and sixty the whole time at night. It was like being in a desert, pretty much. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I just feel like that's it's just it's a lot to go to. Like, that's why you need to bring a bring a big group of friends you really like to be with. Yeah, more than probably. just like four people. Oh yeah, you need like six maybe. Yeah, in my opinion. Did you did you have like four people in your group? You had four, right? I only had like one person I knew, and there was there was oh okay. Uh, then there you was had... like five of us. Oh okay okay. So so it's like three days, right? Uh, it's four days actually. Four. Uh, days. Because it oh, started yeah, yeah, Thursday, yeah. ended okay. Sunday. So, yeah. What well, says? It says June thirteenth through the sixteenth. Actually, oh, well, it felt like fucking four <laughs> four days. Oh, um, I think that well, so some of the people that are on there played on the day you got set up there. Oh yeah yeah yeah, and so. Yeah, I didn't. This I one. wasn't there for that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, fucking Bonnaroo was wild. Would you go back? If I had really good group of friends, yes. But if it was just like four people, I would not. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not especially with the people that I was with and the relationship I was with with this girl. I just would not. Yeah. You know, it just it was a bad time for yeah. me personally, but. I think what really made it worth it was seeing my favorite artist, um, Childish Gambino. Like, literally couldn't wait. <laughs> and Buzz Malone. But yeah, Childish Gambino was my favorite. He fucking killed it, dude. Killed it. He's he's so good. Fuck yeah. That's, a, that's the thing that really sucked for me is I was, I'd already bought tickets to Rolling Loud and was ready to go. And then boom. Yeah, the fucking COVID. Yeah. It sucks. Rolling Loud is the the Texas one? Miami. Oh. Okay. Yeah. The Texas, which one's the Texas one? 
Uh, there's a couple down there. The one I go the one to you is went to. Jambalaya. Jambalaya. That's where like a lot of cool people that you've. Oh yeah, they have, they have really. He had the baby. I had JPEG. Jack Harlow was there, I think. Jack Harlow was there the year before. Before that, but he's still but, at there at yeah. one point. I saw Jack Harlow and I saw Chance too. I think I saw J Cole the same day. Oh really? It was like J Cole. Um. Oh, I think that that was the year they had Young Thug. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, and they had Ski Mask that year, or maybe. Maybe I'm thinking of a different year. Anyways, they just they always have a really good lineup, I feel like. This last year was not gonna be that good though, which kinda not mad about. That's that's missing. a lot of that's a lot of like like Bonnaroo was not gonna have a good one either. Like yeah, the only the, good the one on there was, was Young bad. Thug. Yeah. Well, I mean Young Thug is really cool yeah, to see. He's yeah, I would I would want to see him. They had a uh, they had Iggy Azalea as like yeah one no of them. I'm cool on that um which was kind of a fucking the Rolling one. Loud one was the amazing. Las Vegas one too oh the Vegas one yeah yeah I, I'm I should I was almost going to do it but then like um didn't you buy a ticket no I looked at stuff on Twitter and people were kind of like wondering if it was like a similar thing to uh what's that one. Um, the one where they, like, it never happened. Oh. Something about how, like, the promoters were shady or something like that. And so oh. I was like, I mean, that's so, a like, lot of money. They may or may just, not show up. Or, or exactly. Or, because, like, some people were thinking, like, oh, Kendrick's not going to come out there. But he came. So. That's weird. But I was mad. Like, I was like, man, that, that was a, that's a perfect lineup, honestly. Yeah. Cause they had, they had Cole Kendrick and Travis 21. Scott. They had oh, they had a, they had literally everyone else yeah. too. Pretty much anybody that was really good in the hip hop scene, they had yeah. them there. Well, I think I think just like for me though, like Kendrick's on another level of like just talent, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think that he like him coming out there would be really cool with all those people. Yeah, because like I've seen him in a stadium, but or not a stadium, but a arena, and it was cool. Like it was, it was probably the best concert I've ever been to. But it was double the people. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. It'd be cool, but me personally, I would not like to be with yeah. that many people. Well, I thought when I went to his concert, I was gonna be really mad because they he had speakers that like moved around the stage mm-hmm. and. Whenever I was, we got there, they had them like spaced out and we were literally like even with those. And so I could not see the stage and I was like, fuck, we got some fucking, uh, seats seats. that we're not even going to be able to see them. But then they started moving. So like eventually when he got on the, they just moved to the very back. And so you could see everything. So I was like, oh, shit, we got lucky. That's but, crazy. Yeah. It was, dude, his stage, st- his stage setup was like the coolest I've ever seen. The only cooler one was probably Travis Scott. What about Jake Coles? Jake Coles wasn't that cool. It was kind of just very low key. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's kind of like similar to like uh, one at the criteria. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. very. I think. 
Yeah, Travis Scott is like he has a knack for going overboard, and that's a good thing. Yeah, with his stuff, cause like, yeah, he goes overboard with his music, his fans, fashion, his fashion, his shows. Yeah, he kind of. I feel like he's kind of like our Kanye, after Kanye. Yeah, like our the new generation of Kanye. Yeah, except he's not as current controvert controversial at least yeah. right not right now yeah he kind of just uh does his mcdonald's commercials and gets the fuck out of there damn yeah that's funny i thought that was like the craziest thing like tell tell them that cactus jackson you yeah know? <laughs> dude the memes on on tiktok were the funniest shit ever you know why i'm here and they're, they, you pull up, you pull up, and you're, they're like, "I don't, I don't really know I why you're really here." There was one that um, my cousin showed me, and she, it was like they pulled up, and they so you know why I'm here, and then they start playing Pre- "Pretty Girl" by Clara. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's good shit. It's good. Clara's definitely, I think, in my opinion, is a industry plant. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like the thing is though, I think that she's actually talented. Oh yeah, for sure. But, but it there's, I mean, there's talks that Baby Keem is too. Yeah, because of because I mean Kendrick Kendrick rides for him. Yeah, I mean if he's Kendrick's cousin, yeah, and that, that already too. gives you a footing in the game. Yeah. Oh yeah, that gives you a huge step over yeah. practically. Well, like, and you see like all of. Like uh, Kendrick's new, cause he's he started his own. I don't know if it's a record label, it's a media kind of thing. But Baby Keem's like a big uh, asset of that. So of TDE. Uh, it's not TDE. It's called P Lang. PG Lang. Oh, that's but, weird. Uh, yeah. So Keem is like, I think he's one of the next people to blow up. I think. I mean, he kind of already is. He kind of is, but I don't know. As soon as he gets that Kendrick feature, it's over, dude. Yeah. I guess it's so. majorly over, dude. I feel like he, I f- honestly, though, in a way, I feel like he makes a lot of music that's similar to Roddy Rich's. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Not, not like, I'm, I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying that, like, they, they kind of make... S- they kind of make stuff that's pretty similar. Like, when it comes to rhythm. Yeah. I think Roddy is like an evolution of Young Thug. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> he's he's Big Sean and Young Thug and a, and a rapper. Yeah, he, but, like, the way he can move his voice around just reminds me of Young Thug. Yeah. Because Young Thug is a powerful vocal performer. Like, yeah. I mean, the autotune, for some times, it kind of, like, makes his... Kind of cheap. Vibrato, it. yeah, it doesn't do its justice. But I imagine, like, if you listen to him live without auto tune or uh, pitching or, or, you know, uh, whatever you call it, but basically production and stuff like that, his voice would probably be like really good raw. You know? Yeah, yeah, I feel like, yeah, he. I mean, his voice is really, 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 really unique. Like, there's not, there's not people out there making. Yeah. Those weird ass noises that he makes. <laughs> that's an that's another one where just like his music is, it's like mainstream, but at the same time, it's it's very odd. In a, yeah. in, a, in a different it's genre way. bending for sure. Yeah, too. Like 
I think that's one of one of the really big things for people now is like if you want to f- I think yeah like what really defines a lot of artists these days is how well they can bend their genre cuz yeah. like, you listen to Claro and like right out the bat she was already making pop but it was bedroom pop yeah like that's that's where a lot of people almost know kind of bedroom like, pop from yeah. her and Kuko and yeah. a bunch of other artists that are pretty similar yeah um well like and i think if you're very like one dimensional then people don't let you live that down now like the baby yeah. That's all people talk about is how he makes the same song, which I don't. I don't think. Like I think he's very versatile. He's not a. a he's versatile, but he's not. I don't think his flow is versatile as much as it is now. Yeah. I well, I feel like when he first came out, he had the same flow, but now, I feel like he switches it up quite a bit, and he doesn't give you the same flow. Of the whole song, basically, is what yeah. I'm saying. But he's he definitely not boring, you know. Like no, he's funny and he can. Yeah, he's he can got some. He's got some funny anything. bars. Oh yeah, for sure. He's got some funny music videos. Yeah, the Walker cowboy Texas one's Ranger. my favorite. Yes, dude, <laughs> that one's hilarious. Yeah, that one's that one's one of he's my favorite. Goofy, he is goofy. That's what you gotta love about him. Ugh, I gotta pee. I gotta pee really bad. All right. Uh... I guess this is uh this is where we're gonna end it then. I guess so. I mean, I, I don't want to end it, but I have to fucking pee, man. That's funny because like, like on on TMG, uh, Cody always has to pee, <laughs> and so uh, and that's how they always end it. So yeah, we gotta. I I just you know I have to pee, man. So. That's all right. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, uh, we'll see you in the next one. Yo. Bye-bye.